baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Oh, it's news! Elaine Loria, far left wing hack in a battle for her political life with Jen Kiggins in the 2nd District, uh, decides that it's vitally important. You and I both know uh, President Trump edited his remarks on that speech he gave January the 7th. Did I not play that for you last week? The desperation and the pathetic excuses for reporting on this are really just getting to be a, a major pain in the tuchus. Well, anyway, what can I tell you? A couple of things that uh, we're going to deal with. I told you that Killing the Killers is a must-read. I've been endorsing it heartily. I've been encouraging you day after day since I first got it a couple of weeks ago and started it to, to get a copy, man, I'm telling you. If for no other reason than it makes Bill O'Reilly a New York Times best-selling author yet again, and you know that just torques all of the uber-left pinheads at the New York Times. And what the heck's going on in the world? Well, I'm happy to say our friend Bill O'Reilly joining us. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. It's uh, it's great to hear your voice. Can, can we start with your take on some of the nonsense with this January the 6th miniseries? You know, it's interesting because we lead with this on the No Spin News tonight on BillOReilly.com in a very methodical way, go through everything that's on the record um, and uh, separate the truth from the propaganda, which is not easy to do these days. And, you know, it's a a fairly um, interesting study in politics, the media, and delivering the truth to the American people, to the listeners that are um, hearing us right now. So there's no doubt, and and this is documented on paper, that Donald Trump didn't want violence, and we proved that five different ways. But there's also no doubt that he didn't uh, act quickly enough to discourage the riot. Um, He didn't know what to do. And he wasted an hour kind of dithering, watching the uh, coverage on television when he should have come right out and said, enough, this is not acceptable in our country, and I don't care who knows it, we don't do this. If he had done that, he wouldn't be the subject of this unbelievable propaganda campaign now. So he did make a mistake, a significant one, but he didn't wanted to happen and he didn't encourage it in my humble opinion bill do you think that his lack of action as you as you describe it for about an hour or so do you think that rises to the level of some sort of criminality does it mean no he should... it's not, nothing's actionable merrick garlic knows that that's why there's not going to be any indictment or anything like that they all they embarrass themselves they being a progressive movement nancy pelosi um, with the two impeachments that everybody knows that was just stupid, a waste of time. Yep. 
um, politically motivated. There was nothing there. There was no high crime or misdemeanor. Uh, it was ridiculous. And this, if the Justice Department went after Trump on this, they'd lose uh, another embarrassment. And I think that people have had enough. You know, what was it, 13 million watching or 17 million on mm-hmm. Thursday, last Thursday to the last primetime exposition on all the networks? That's nothing. Right. That's just nothing. Every channel runs it and only 17 million watch it. So people you know, kind of had enough of this. Bill O'Reilly joining us. BillOReilly.com is the uh, the way to take advantage of everything O'Reilly, whether it's the uh, the No Spin News or uh, getting yourself some of his great books. Uh, Bill, uh, soon to be former member of Congress Lynn Cheney, sort of let the beans spill here. She said the the real effort here is just to make sure that Donald Trump can never run for president again. I mean, that, right. that's right. I mean, we all that's knew, it. yeah, I thought we all knew that, but he she actually said it publicly. Did you find that reported anywhere? No. Um, but Liz Cheney, look, I understand. I mean, Trump went really hard on a father, and she didn't like it. And it's the same thing that happened to the Bush family when Trump went after Jeb. And I get it. Yeah. Okay? And she's entitled to that opinion. But she's ruined her career. Yeah. Now, what's going to happen after she loses the primary in Wyoming in two weeks is that the view, well, not the view, um, CNN will sign her as a contributor. Sure. And so she'll stay in Washington and, and work for them and live happily ever after. That's what's going to happen. So, so you don't think that CNN is serious about their efforts to reframe their, their product? Well, they they got to hire some Republicans. So she's a Republican. <laughs> you know, I mean, she's yeah. a never-Trumper, but... They don't like Trump over there. They're never going to give Trump a fair shot on CNN. But they need Republicans, and she's a very high-profile one. I can almost guarantee that she'll wind up at CNN. Yeah. Uh, So uh, let me ask you, 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 you've known the former president for years. You've been out on tour with him. You you know how his mind works and what he's thinking. Is he running for re-election or not? Yeah. I just talked to him uh, Today is Monday. I talked to him Saturday. Uh, yeah, he's running. Um, you know, and everybody's trying to tell him not to announce before November, because if he does, then the Democrats use that gotcha. and try to mask and obscure the terrible Biden policies with, oh, look at this Trump. Here he comes. You better vote mm-hmm. against the, the Republicans. So, uh, you know, I don't know whether he's going to – he doesn't listen to me. I don't, you know, I, I guess he likes the sound of my voice. I don't know. He never listens to me, 100%. Um, but I, and I didn't tell him that. That's not my place to do that. He's a former yeah. president. He calls and he, we chat about what he wants to chat about. I don't yeah. give him unsolicited uh, information. But it would hurt the Republican Party if he did announce before the midterms. He should wait and see the Democrats just absolutely destroyed, which I believe they will be, and then he can make his announcement. And he's racking up some pretty good victories across the country with his endorsement so far. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's important or not. Um, What he has to focus on is getting the independent vote, getting some women to vote for him, um, that's what he needs to do. 
you got to assume the worst, and the worst is that Michelle Obama will be his opponent. By the worst, I mean that she is very strong, but she's a progressive. I mean, I don't think she's going to depart from the disastrous Biden policies, but she's so much more popular than Biden that if it's Trump versus uh, Michelle Obama, I mean, it's a close race. All right, hang on a second, my friend. That is Bill O'Reilly. Bill's going to spend a few more moments with us. We're really, really appreciative about that. I want to remind you to head on over to BillOReilly.com. BillOReilly.com. Now, there are a lot of different avenues of information over there. If you're looking for a good read, you can check out any of the uh, Killing Series books. You don't have to read them in order, although I will tell you, uh, Killing the Killers, which is the latest, I think is uh, in the in the top two, top three for me. I loved Killing Jesus. Um, there are a few others. Well, I, I like them all. I've got a whole uh, section in my library here with that. But you've also got the Daily Columns. You've got the No Spin News. You've got Today's Message. So BillOReilly.com. BillOReilly.com. If you haven't been there yet today, go over And I, frankly, would encourage you to become an O'Reilly Premium member as well. We'll chat more with Bill O'Reilly just a couple of moments from now. It is 343, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 348, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. We'll take a look at uh, the markets. 435, our friend Carl Carlson. Carlson Financial is going to be dropping by. Uh, Yeah, I told you that I've got an entire section here. With Bill O'Reilly books, Killing Series, and they are phenomenal. And I'm um, checking out BillOReilly.com. I do that multiple times a day. And I'm still working my way through Killing the Killers, and then I see Killing the Legends. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, do I have that one? I don't have that one because it's coming out in September. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, you seem to write a bestseller in about as much time as it takes me to read one of your bestsellers. I can't keep up with you. You know, this is a COVID play because Killers was supposed to be out last year, 2021, but we couldn't get it printed because all the plants are shut down, and so we had to put it out on May 3rd. Mm-hmm. And it's still perking number four over the weekend, and it's amazing, um, after 12 weeks. But we already had Killing the Legends, uh, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity, um, completed. So the publisher says we'll throw it out in the end of September, um, and then we'll have two books for Christmas and whatever. So this is totally different. Legends about Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and Muhammad Ali, uh, three towering cultural figures in America. But they all had something in common. They all wound up dead because they were exploited. And uh, it's an amazing, amazing weave of history, cultural history, to see how these people really lived. And it's shocking in in some regard that you would think that these people, because they were so successful, would, you know, have a little bit more um, insight into their own situations, but they did not. And so that's what Killing the Legends is about, Jeff. Wow. Well, uh I can't wait to read it. I I just saw the uh, the Elvis film, the uh, the Baz. Luhrmann yeah, how was film. that? Ah, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great. Um, mm-hmm. It was, and it and it was more focused on Colonel Tom Parker, which, from the sounds of it, you you are going to dive into, or you have yep. dived into. Parker's this. in it, but it's more Elvis than than anything else because. Okay. 
he's such a phenomenon and and a guy from Tupelo, Mississippi, with no education to speak of, yeah. uh, parents who were not educated at all. I mean, he rises to this position of astonishing power based on his own talent, um, and he lost control of it. Now, Parker, sure, was the manager behind the scenes and pulling the strings and all that, but it was really Elvis. I mean, you know, he he could see what was happening, but he didn't stop it. Oh, he could. Oh, all right. Well, then I'm I'm, I'm definitely going to need to uh, to read this now. Muhammad Ali, I I look at Ali and I think absolutely the uh, the greatest boxer of of my lifetime, and that's said as somebody who used to watch uh, Smoking Joe Frazier at the old uh, uh, Blue Horizon in North Philadelphia. Uh, but you're telling me he was also somebody subjected to exploitation? No, the Nation of Islam just did a number on him. Oh, where do you see it? Oh, okay. But again, he had to know yeah. what was happening. And uh, he allowed it to happen. And, and there... Uh, where Elvis, it was more psychological and emotional, and there was physical. So we opened that part of the book with the Thrilla and Manila with Frazier. Yeah. And, you know, Ali almost died in that fight. Oh, my And um, they had him fighting two months later. Jeez. I mean, it was incredible. Um, so you, every page in Legends, like Killers, you learn something you didn't know. All right. Well, look, I'm uh, I'm anxious to uh, to look at that, and I I want to share with everybody uh, a little bit about Bill O'Reilly. And I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but uh, a couple of weeks back at the uh, the big talkers event at Hofstra, uh, I was up there. I got a very nice award, which was wonderful. But one of the highlights for me was watching you sit down with my old pal Michael Harrison one on one, and just talk about your view of, of news and. Uh, frankly, how it's changed throughout your lifetime. Do, do you mind sharing just a, a little bit of no, insight? Sure. Okay. Uh, well, we're in the middle of a revolution now, another uh, media revolution, um, and uh, the big networks and the cable news stations and all that, they're all declining very quickly. Yeah. And there's no real hope that they're going to reverse that. So what happens? Well, um, local TV and radio, what you do in Richmond, uh, will take on more importance because people, they don't trust the national media anymore. And they shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't. You're not being told the truth by the national media. It's all ideology and money. Um, and you make money through ideology. And we see that on MSNBC and to some extent Fox as well. Um, you pander to a certain audience. They come in and watch. You make money. That's the formula. But that formula... Uh, leaves out um, information, honest information, which in the past drove people to consume news and information. And they can't anymore because they can't trust it. So this is going on right before our eyes, and the latest polling shows that very few Americans have any trust in the newspaper or television news. They know they're being conned. And so where are they going to go? And I think they're going to go to the people who tell them the truth, whether they want to hear it or not. I think that's where they're going to go. So you and I, Jeff, will be uh, beneficiaries of this revolution, I think. 
So let me ask you uh, about BillOReilly.com. You've obviously got one or two folks probably helping you out, but it's it's BillOReilly.com. And one of the things I learned with it, you sit down at Hofstra, and and I just couldn't believe this, and I'm not blowing smoke. You said you're 71 years old. I would have been off by by 15 years uh, to the young side if somebody would have said, how old is Bill O'Reilly? I mean, how long do you want to keep doing this? Well, you know, as long as the plastic surgeons can get me in uh, shape to do it, right? Um, you know, age doesn't matter to me. I have just as much energy as I've always had. I can, uh, when I debate people, I don't see them beating me. You know, I'm still the fastest gun around. Um, but, you know, I'm doing this basically. I don't need to do it economically. Uh, BillOReilly.com, after I left Fox five and a half years ago, I started my own independent news agency. It's the most successful independent news agency in the world. Um, so we built it, and we have a big staff. Sixty people work for me. Wow. Um, and we do radio, we do television, we do concerts, you know, the Trump tour, we do yeah. books. I mean, we do a lot. The downside is that I have to work. Um, my even my urchins, my children, they're looking at me going, wait, what are you doing? And I said, well, you know, I got to get this done. I got to do this. Um, but the work ethic is good. I mean, uh, I want them to see that. And uh, they do work this summer, even though they're both in school, and they work hard. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I, I, I think your, uh, uh, your roots as a kid from Long Island just come out over and over and over again. And for those of us who, who grew up with people, uh, primarily men, who went to work, they came home dirty because they made something or they fixed something, uh, it just resonates. Yeah, I mean, that's my whole life is that. Yeah. Um, Irish Catholic, uh, working class, and um, I like it. I mean, I, I, I genuinely, the, I get to interact with thousands of people. Everybody knows. Here's something your audience might find interesting. When I left Fox News, I thought, you know, my recognition will go down now because I'm not doing a daily uh, national program, all right? Mm-hmm. My recognition has gone up. Wow. And you know what the reason is? I did not know this until I uh, called a meeting of my uh, upper staff. I said, I can't go anywhere without pandemonium breaking out. What the deuce is happening? Mm. You know what it is, Jeff? YouTube. So every day my staff puts clips of me on YouTube and people who would never watch or listen to a talk show or a news program see those clips because they run two minutes, two and a half. They they consume information in those small nuggets that has, you know, where when I was on the factor, I reached five million a night. Okay, on the two runs, maybe yeah. six million. Yeah. That YouTube, that's twenty to thirty million worldwide. Ah. That's what did it. Wow. So I was at the Met game the other day, and it's like Bedlam, which is and it, it depends where I go. But New York is my hometown, yeah. so it's all good here. I mean, I don't get any pushback when I'm in San Francisco. I gotta, you know, I gotta watch a little bit out there, but. Yeah, exactly. But that that's an amazing thing, and I didn't have any idea. Jeez. I just I kept going. Why why every time I walk to the deli, am I got I pose it for eight <laughs> pictures? What is this? 
I should have pulled you aside at the talkers convention and asked for a photo. All right, I didn't want to be the one, but man. Next time, Jeff. All right. Well, listen, Anytime. you know what? My birthday is in September. I'm going to assign my sons to get me a collector's edition of Killing the Legends. It's going to be the perfect gift, and I'm going to urge everybody else to head over to BillOReilly.com, do the pre-order as well. Okay. Thank, Thank you for you. having me in, Jeff. Appreciate it. Good Thank to talk you. to you. Thank Bye. you, my friend. That is Bill O'Reilly. BillOReilly.com. It's Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.